Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the explosion of therapy apps that occurred in 2020-2021 during the COVID-19 pandemic. And is texting a therapist really as effective as talking to one face-to-face? Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast, where we believe in intelligently spoken conversations. So yeah, so, you know, and like I, like I, and like I will admit, like I said, uh, some, one, another, I can talk, <laughs> or not, <laughs> yeah, or not. What I need at the end of that is just Aaron sneezing with his duck sneeze. No, I was waiting for that. I was like, wait, no, that was the last one. Yep, that was, a, that was another one there. Well, welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast. My name is Paul, and I got Aaron with me here yet again. Yeah. He's decided to stick around and talk, and uh, now that we're Maybe. approaching the month of May, May, hey. Mental Health Awareness Month and everything, and that is honestly one of the big things for me, so... Uh, I was like, hey, I read this interesting thing recently. Well, multiple interesting things recently. And it kind of struck a chord with me. So before we get into that, because this all relates to this here. Aaron, I want to ask you a question. What Uh, is the difference between texting you and talking to you in person? (sighs) (laughs) Why the laugh? I'm not as scared. Over text as I am in person. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Huh? You're less intimidating. I'm less intimidating? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's pretend it was <laughs> you and Josh talking, okay? Where you and Josh are equally as unintimidating towards one another. So, what's the difference between... Then I don't have to be annoyed as much. You don't have to be annoyed as much? Why don't you have to be as annoyed as much? <laughs> because I can stay away from him. Okay, so during a text message you if i can you want, stay away you, you can i can ignore you you can control the flow of the conversation in our words got that right you can ignore when you want to ignore you don't have to respond to things that you don't have to respond to right correct anything else uh well uh there is oh well gosh one well, uh, that's still i guess kind of go under the whole i can ignore it thing but it's like if Obviously, if we're in person, right, and you ask me something, right, I can't go nowhere. I'm stuck. Well, not necessarily. I mean, I could run away, but then it's like, okay, you're just a child, which I mean, yeah, I am, but (laughs) okay. Um, but so that's looking at it more of a negative side. Um, but also in person, like, you won't have you won't create your own uh wow what's the word for it your own like tone from like reading a text i could read it and be like oh he's uh, like angry or something like that but then if i hear it from you i can't mix that up and un or misunderstand it right so a good example is today after I texted you, I was like, hey, are we still doing recording and all that today? Oh, and, I, and I get the message. What was my response? You're like, I suppose. And I read that in a very snarky voice. I was like, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> Maybe we do two to three. Yeah. No study tonight. <laughs> like, that's how I read it in my head. Which, 
Just because. <laughs> wow. Just because I want my, my brain, for whatever reason, uh, put it into this very snarky mode. That's awesome. <laughs> and See, I guess how I was saying it, how I said it to myself, I was like, oh, I, I suppose. Yeah, let's do it. I was like, maybe just two to three because I'm tired yeah. in my own mind. And I was like, yeah. And then obviously just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's why I said you can't, like you said, you can't get that tone from yeah. the text message. What's, what's other things you, that you don't get over a text message that you get with in-person conversation? <laughs> Nonverbal communication. You mean like when I just sit here and stare into your soul and pierce through your body and go, mm, no, and just make me uncomfortable. It make you uncomfortable, make you go, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you don't, you, you don't get that uh, that um, that, that nonverbal communication. Like you can't see while I'm typing if I'm like trying to close myself up by make myself feel you know look smaller if i'm like crossing my arms in front of my chest because that's kind of a visual cue that like hey i'm closing off i don't want to listen to you you know mm. especially if you don't know the person if you're just sometimes for me honestly it's just a way to relax like lean back and relax a little yeah. bit. it's not like i'm trying to close off but that's but with a new person oh, it may see, do that i am terrible at reading gestures or like i don't know what any of that means like other nonverbal communications like if a person's leaning into you to try to listen and gather the data or maybe also other things that are happening like you know while i'm talking if i pause at a particular area it might be because i'm thinking or nervous right. about what i'm about to, to say, say. And you don't get that over the text. You, no, you don't just get everything just right. You don't get that where like a like you know when you're talking and you know like maybe something bad just happened to someone you know you know and, you, and your friend you're sitting there talking with, and they're taking these pauses because their mind's racing and they're thinking through things. Right. And as a friend, you can see that that pause is happening, and you'd be like, "What's going through your mind? Right. What 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 are you thinking about?" You're listening and seeing those that subtext that's beneath what they're saying. You're able to see if they look fidgety while they're talking about something. Are they scared about it? Are they nervous? Are they uncomfortable with the way they shift their body? You don't get any of that over text. No. You know, you, you can use something like a video chat app and you get some of that then because obviously then you can see that. But, you know, you're not going to see over a video chat like if I'm putting my hands in my pockets while I'm talking. Yeah. Because you're only going to see what? The face. Like shoulders. the chest up. Yeah. Shoulders up. You're only going to see these little You're not going to see all the cues that you see while we're chatting. I'm not going to see when you're like getting tired and falling asleep and bored of my talking. I'm not going to see when you, you know, any of those other cues that kind of tell me what's going on inside the head beyond just the initial thoughts that are on the surface. Mm. So there's a big difference between in-person and text and video. Oh, yeah. and, and I have a feeling right now in the world that we're in with the COVID going on and everything going on that we have a lot more of this going on via text, communication in general. Or in optimally, uh, video calls. You know, <laughs> they have this thing called Zoom fatigue that people have, which just has been, yeah. You know, for those of us who work from home, 
is a real thing. For those of you who don't work from home, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to hear about hear us all complain about Zoom fatigue. Yeah. Okay. So I, I bring all that up. I, I bring mm-hmm. all that up about what the difference between texting and in-person is because of the fact that with COVID, with this pandemic that's been going around, we have seen a dramatic increase in the amount of apps on, you know, the app stores, be it iPhone or Android or whatever, that are in the therapy category. So there, there, there's kind of really the two um, app types in the, in the therapy category. If you search therapy in either of these stores, you're going to get a bunch of apps that are either like AI-driven journal things where it goes, how are you feeling? Respond with an emoji. Yeah. And then, you know, after you do that, it goes, please write out why you are feeling this way. Uh, and it's not offering any advice back. Yeah. The theory is you just putting it out in words is helping you to process what is going on. Obviously, that's not good if you're feeling uh, distressed, if you're feeling suicidal, if you're feeling in any way anxious about things right. that's not necessarily going to help you it might help you like oh i'm just feeling a little sad today oh, okay let me type out why i'm feeling sad oh now i feel better oh yay there's <laughs> a smiley face on the app yeah. um okay so th- th- that's one of the ways in which it does help in that regard only but that's yeah. that, that, that's, that's that's not the best you know if you're going to do something and you kind of need that other category which is ta-da with a therapist no. So there are therapy apps out there in the Play Store, which have seen dramatic increases in the amount of subscribers who have used their services over the past few uh, months. Months. Specifically, you know, primarily because of the fact that, oh, I don't know, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Let's go over some statistics. Statistics. Yes, statistics um, about this. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about this here. And why this is such a big, big, big problem here. So how many counties in the United States, what percentage? I'm not going to ask number. What percentage of counties in the United States have no licensed therapist? What? Uh, <laughs> don't have licensed therapists. Yep. Jeez. Uh, forty-four percent. Thirty-three percent. Dang it. Okay. Okay. So thirty-three percent of counties so in third. the United States have no licensed therapists in them. Okay. That doesn't mean there might not be one in the next county over. Right. But. At that point, it, it's going to be like a little yeah, uh, thing here, right? Yeah. Uh, what percent, according to the CDC, CDC, in June of 2020, what percent of people had either mental or substance abuse issues? Mental health issues or yeah. substance abuse issues? Let's say 64. 40%. Oh, that's it? The during the okay. pandemic and that, that yeah. that's actually up a decent amount. <laughs> okay. Okay. Since 20, 2001, this is up of last year, since 2001, since, okay. they have seen a 30% increase in the number of people being soon, seen by therapists for suicidal 
thoughts. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's like, geez, Louise, you know, all this stuff going, going on. Right. And so with all this going on, you know, for a while, everyone was kind of at home, not doing anything, uh, isolated and everything, you know, all the therapy essentially went online, you know, and if you had an established therapist that you were with, you pretty much transitioned over to video calls. So you did a zoom call or, uh, you know, whatever type of video calling software that they would use. And, and you would have, you know, the appointment and people are like, oh, I'm finally not late to my therapist appointment. Yay. And, you know, it's like, oh, okay, that's good. It's better than nothing. Right. But before the pandemic, you had seen a couple apps out there, um, specifically uh, Better Health and Talkspace, which are two of the leading ones out there. And these apps, uh, they offer multiple levels of therapy. So the basic yeah. level is you text with a therapist and then the more expensive levels are where you get to talk with a therapist like on a video chat one-on-one type deal and that you know so you have all these various levels of it but they're they're most basic as you get to text chat you get to text to another person a therapist over the phone which brings me back to what we were talking about earlier what's the difference between talking in person versus over text Communication, the nonverbal communication. Well, the nonverbal communication, the ability to redirect where you yeah. can't direct the conversation. Because mm-hmm. let's say I'm having a conversation with you, right? And I ask a question and you don't want to answer it. You just skip it and keep talking as though I never answered that question. Yeah. And that's what they're seeing with these therapy apps. They they talk to some of the therapists and they're like, I we have patients who we will ask a pointed question about something and they signed up only for the text plan, right? We'll and, just totally dismiss it. And yeah, the person will just dismiss it and talk as though nothing ever happened. And it's like, huh, that doesn't help because you can't do that in person. Because if that happens I mean, in person, yes, you can do it in person. You could try can. it. But that, but if you try doing that in person, then the therapist goes, why but, is this hey. bugging you? Why is this, why are you resisting? Why are you, instead, I can't tell if you just had to go let the dog out or you know, whatever, and that's why you're skipping the question, or well, like, was there a technical issue where you didn't get the question? See, I always, granted, this doesn't necessarily have to do with this, like, these kind of situations, but, like, even just, like, talking to, well, texting friends, and if you ask them a question, and then, like, or, if, well, you have a text, or if you have a text, and then, like, in the text you have a question, but they respond to everything but the question. It's just like, it's like one of those things where it's like, you don't want to be like, so, hey, but what about this? What about that? And they keep bringing it up, even if they keep dodging it or whatever. You don't want to be that guy. It's just like super persistent on it. But depending on how serious the matter is, I mean, I guess it's not a bad thing to be persistent about. Yeah. But then you like get that view of you're just, I don't know, being a nuisance. But if it's over something that matters, then it's just like, is it though? Is it really that bad? It's yeah. probably a good thing to keep pressing in on certain questions. But then, yet again, person can always just push it off and not go to it. Again, you can do that in person too, but then it's just like, it's, it's a lot harder to do. Yeah, it's a lot harder. Person. And it seems like there's almost like a different type of social contract when you're talking with a person in yeah. In reality, in real life, as they say. But it's also, and you children say, in real life, in, IRL. In IRL. 
Um, but th- there's that different social contract where then you're dealing with texting and that. Yeah. Even, and even video chat. But even video chat yeah. at least allows you to see some of those visual cues. Like, we had that experience recently <laughs> where we were on the chat with someone and someone said something and I kind of like, because I was processing and thinking, but he's like, what's on your mind? What are you thinking yeah. about? Because obviously my facial tone, you know, the expression of my gave face away changed as I was processing and thinking. It, it, if that was just over chat, it'd be like, oh, he's, he's just taking a second to, to type. He, yeah. It, that wouldn't have led to those follow-up questions of what's going on. Right. Yeah, there's things you would have missed. Uh, but also I feel like, I mean, growing up in this digital age. It's awkward for people to. It's. I feel like it's more awkward for people to communicate face to face. Oh yeah, which sucks. I mean, because again, it's awesome that they have like texting services, but then it's like, man, at the same point, it's like people need to get past just that. I feel like. Well, yeah, and let's talk about that texting service, and and, and I say that as someone who has seen an ad for better help online on yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say this, I have personally never used better help or talk space. Okay. But I have seen ads for it. And I have listened to people's reviews of it and um, was reading various news articles on this. But anyways, in the ad for talk space and what it shows is like, you know, someone at like 2 AM saying like, I can't sleep. I'm anxious. And then they get an immediate response back. Like, Oh, to walk me through it. Why are you anxious? You know, tell me about your day. Yeah. Sort of deal. And so in the ad, it kind of is like, oh, yeah, you can text with a real therapist, which you can. Okay. Not not, not, not saying you can't. That is part of the contract with Talkspace and Better Health and all that is you get to, to chat either via text or in person or whatever, you know, via the video with a real licensed therapist. And you do that. But it's not an immediate response necessarily. You know, unless that therapist happens to be online at that time. Yeah. But. Right. You kind of have to expect that, you know, there, there's a there's another difference that neither of us brought up, but I'm just thinking about this now. The, a big difference between text chat and in-person chat, text chat, that's asynchronous. Okay. In-person chat is synchronous. Okay. Do you know what those mean? I think so. What do they Maybe. mean? Maybe. What do they mean? Tell me. Okay. <laughs> asynchronous <laughs> chat means... I send you a message. Yeah. And you can respond a day later. Whenever. Whatever. Yeah. It's not reliant on you it replying like, immediately. Right. Like I send you an email, right? You yeah. might respond two days later. That's fine. That because yeah. that's an email. Synchronous chat is I yeah. talk to you. I'm not gonna sit here and wait for you to talk to me days later. I expect an answer because right I am here. That's part of that social contract yeah. of uh in-person conversation versus text or email yeah you know and video chat kind of has that you know video that middle ground because it expects that real-time interaction but at any time i can go dunk end <laughs> right i was <laughs> like, gonna say it'd be the same like, with the phone call too but yeah. then yeah, yeah but that but it's more up. of that synchronous conversation yes. than that asynchronous yeah and so there's that difference as well and when you have an asynchronous communication method for therapy that may or may not be the best method at times no, because no, things can be time sensitive. Things may be time sensitive, and things and if things are time sensitive like that, I, but that's also where you should 
call for help and not just send the text. Right. And you have to imagine that as much as they want to try to like promote their services, that that is probably not the best route to go if you're like, oh, I'm suicidal. Let me do a text chat uh, with yeah. the therapist. <laughs> that may not be the best. I'm not making light of it. I'm, I'm talking no. to someone who's been there. Yeah. That's not the best that's method to go. Good. That That's something where you need to seek in-person help <laughs> and right. seek that treatment, seek that therapy, not just... Dr. K, can I talk to you real quick? When you get a chance, uh, please message me back. Yeah. Now I will wait for four days to get a response back on my text message. Yeah. Now, if you're having like, hey, I had a real bad week. I have some anxiety because of it about something coming up. That's a, that leans itself more to that asynchronous communication, right? Yeah. So, you know, and, and obviously that that is kind of a real popular method with the text chat. Again. Because of the teens and all that in your age group where you're like, I must text everything. Everything must be in text. Text, 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 text. (laughs) So I understand why it's popular, but at the same time, I don't buy its effectiveness. No. So I think for texting, I'll generally text most stuff, I think. Um, the main time I feel like I'd ever really do phone call is if it's time sensitive mm-hmm. or if it's just like a lot to get out in a message. Like, I mean, if it comes like either like planning something or just making sure everyone's on the same page right away kind of thing, then I'll call and talk it out just to make sure. But then otherwise, I mean, for... I don't know, just majority of stuff. It's just like, oh, I can just send a quick text and be like, oh, okay. Something short, but if there's like a lot to a conversation, then maybe calling would be best. Right. And therapy usually involves a lot of, a lot of things that need to be uh, hashed yes. out or talked about. Why are you anxious? Okay, why does Aaron wearing a blue shirt make you anxious? Why <sighs> is that causing you anxiety? So what can you do to help this, right? Right. Now, with therapy, there's a, there's a few things that, um, that treatments I've learned with inpatient and outpatient care. One of the things is, you know, self, kind of that self-soothing techniques that you have. You know, these are things that you can do to help yourself get through, like, an anxious situation. Or maybe you're feeling bad and down that day. How do you get past that a little bit? How, how do you get through that? These are things that help you get through that, you know, that you can do yourself without having to seek a therapist. And I kind of see it like this texting is almost kind of a, one of those self-soothing things but that's an expensive self-soothing right do you know how much it is a month to do Um, like when i say a month because i don't have the prices for text only but if you want to do one video chat a week right one a week yep Mm, one video chat a week with text messaging do you know how much i would run you a month 50 to 75 dollars yeah a month yeah go up 150? Oh, up. 350? Up. A month? 400 a month, typically, for one video chat session a week, plus texting for like one of these better help or better, yeah, health or better help or in, in talk space. That is actually approaching the price of going to a light, uh, in person licensed therapist instead of just doing a, 
online therapist type person. A four hundred. That <laughs> at that point, I feel like it's just a money making thing. What the heck? Really? You you say that, huh? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, and I say that as interesting because <laughs> one of the companies, they are going public this year. Going public. So you, what does it mean by when I say a company is going public? I mean, the, I guess I don't know. When a company is going public, that means they are getting listed on like the stock exchange for investors to invest in them and buy stocks of the company. So it's just a money-making thing. Well, there, there's, some, there, there's some... There's some um, and this is where I'm treading. Yeah. I'm, I'm treading carefully here because <laughs> in our opinion, the, you know, the, this seems very money makey. Yeah. Okay. And I have to say that carefully. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, you know, so one of the companies, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go public this year, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Mental health is at such an all-time necessary thing, and they're citing some of these statistics. 30% of counties, 33% of counties have no therapist, 40% mental health or substance abuse as of June 2020, 30% increase in suicide rates. You know, they're like, this is the, why we're needed, right? And then you look at that, and you're like, huh, okay, that's interesting. That I'm, we're like, oh, good, I'm glad you're doing this, right? And then you start hearing some of the horror stories of people who sign up for some of these services. Like there's one woman who she signed up and like all the therapists. So she paid. There was apparently like a deal for one of these services at the start of 2021 where she could get six months if she paid up front for $700, mm. which is a great deal compared to 400, 400 a, a month. month. Okay. Yeah. So she was like, okay, cool. She paid up 700 up front. And then what was funny is she's like, it's like a dating app. She says, you go online, you fill out your profile, and then the computer goes, matching you with, and then it's like showing you like the doctors that it's matching you with. And it goes, you're matched with these doctors. And she's like, and, and she, she's telling her story, and she's telling her story how she chose to, in her preference, she wanted female doctors that deal with anxiety. And she got all male doctors. <laughs> she's all like, right. ding one, okay? So then what she did is she messaged Dr. One, never received a response back. Messaged Dr. Two, got some response back, but then they ghosted her. Messaged Dr. Three, responses, then ghosted her. She called support, got hooked up with Dr. Four. Dr. Four goes, oh, I love communication. I check my messages even when I'm not on duty. <laughs> ghosted her. <laughs> and, and so eventually she worked it out with the, the company and was like, oh, yeah, we'll put you on counter hold. Uh, there is a very high demand for our services right now, which again, pandemic, 2020 isolation. Right, you don't say. I know exactly. You don't say really a high demand for your services. Really? <laughs> so that all happens. And you know, that's one person, right? Then there's another person who's, and, and this is why I find interesting. So these companies, you know, and there's more than just these two better help and talk space and that. Right. Uh, there's a couple others. They don't sell to the consumer necessarily. They're online mental health services. They instead sell to companies. Okay. So that way a company can do a little checkbox and say, oh, we have a mental health program that's offered through our insurance. And it's an online texting or video call service. 
not an actual mental health care facilities that you would go to. And so someone tried signing up and he's like, oh, I found the perfect doctor. But they, and he's like, I messaged them. And the doctor's like, I have 210 patients on my rotation. I oh my can't gosh. take you. Right. You know, in the, in the, in the talk space company, they're like, oh no, that's impossible for them to have 210 clients, blah, blah, blah. But obviously one or the other is like, I don't know which. Okay. Right. One or the other, whichever one it is, it is whatever. And so the person's like, well, at this rate, you know, he kept going through stuff. And he's like, at this rate, the soonest I could find an appointment is at least three to four weeks out from when he signed up. Yeah. And he's like, what? He's like, what if I was having anxiety issues this week and I needed something? It's not as convenient as those ads say, a new way to get mental health is here. It's not that easy. That's a shame. It is. Especially because they promote themselves as making it that easy. Yeah. You know, again, they promote themselves as, oh, I messaged, text messaged my, uh, I almost called called him my dealer, my my therapist, you know, at two in the morning. They responded. But but here's the other part, flip side of this, okay? You think about, you know, oh, the, these therapists, you know, these people trying to get therapists and how uh, busy they might be. Well, think on this way. What about those poor therapists as well, trying to handle a work-life balance? Oh, yeah, for real, though. If you have, That's... let's say, 51 patients, right? 51 patients that can text you whenever or email you, and then you do a call once a week. You're always checking your messages. You're always replying to people. You're always trying to keep up with everything going on. They are required to respond to messages five days a week out of the seven, but a lot of therapists are like, nah, it takes a little bit more than that. Especially if you're that poor doctor that has 200 and something. <laughs> okay. There's no way you're going to get, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is because then you also, you can't give them all like quality time. Yeah. I mean, it's like you can only do so much. Yeah, exactly. That's uh... um, it, it, and that's the thing. And these therapists, they're doing all this time, right? They're not making as much as they would in private practice, right? By oh, a long gosh. shot. And those people probably make a lot of money. Um, they only talk about one of the companies, but they say in the company they topped out at thirty an hour, but they were typically in the low twenty an hour for dollars per hour, right? They were lucky. If they made over a thousand a month, oh wow! Working as a therapist for fifty-five clients, some one person is like, I have a good month when I have one thousand nine hundred a month oh as take-home yeah. income. Jeez! So you know, and the articles bring up like, what, then why are therapists working for these companies? And they bring up some good reasons. Oh, maybe they're you know in between jobs, or they're moving from you know like a hospital to a private practice type thing, or. They're new and they're just trying to build up your your thing. Mm-hmm. And they talk to some of the therapists who work there, and they're like, "Yeah, there's a button literally in the in the BetterHelp app. You know, as a therapist, you go, you click and say, uh, give me more clients.' And they're like, they will give you unlimited clients until you click it off. It's just like you can't handle that many people. There's not, uh-huh. you know, and there's other horror stories in there where one of the Ladies, she was a therapist herself, right? But she wanted to take some therapy. Like, she was a therapy therapist for one of the companies. And she wanted to take some therapy to see what it was like as a patient. So she oh. 
went in to our session through text and said, I'm feeling anxious, blah, blah, you know, and said like, Hey, I'm a therapist. I'm feeling anxious and all this. And then all of a sudden it, it, it went, uh, she just got like a wall of text, like a, like someone copied, uh, a document, pasted it and said, what is depression? And then did it a big article. What is anxiety? <laughs> big old article. What is the big old article? And it just kept, and she's like, I'm, I'm a therapist. I know what these are. Why are you telling me what these things are? I told you I was a therapist. Yeah. That also leads to another thing. When you're texting like that, that can give you just this big on, if you get a, okay, Aaron, yeah. if I sent you like a five paragraph text message, uh, how likely are you to read that? It depends. Well, you, Paul, I'd read it. Okay, Josh sent it. Mm, I'd, I'd, well, I'd start reading all of it, but then, depending on where it goes, I might end up kind of just quickly going through some of it. But if it's on the serious side, then I'll read it all like in just a few times over. Uh so yeah, I guess if it was if I if it turns into a serious message, then yeah, I'll definitely read it read it but if i'm going through it and it's just kind of more lighthearted stuff or whatever and just josh going on about what josh goes on about then i'd be like oh skim through it yeah be like, hmm, okay yeah because it's hard sometimes to read just a big long blah 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 text in your text message app especially when you're as popular as me and you have like seven other people to get back to sure <laughs> Wow. Well then. Yeah, I know. Well <laughs> but so yeah, so looking at these apps, it's like, oh, how effective are these all really? Right. That that is kinda that's that's a bummer. And I for me, I don't know. For whatever I don't know, like if a friend is as like I've been talking to a friend and they're they're having a rough time and it's like night time or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always like to let them know that they can obviously call or whatever at any time, especially if things get rough on their side. So oh, and I'll leave my phone on, like I guess the the loud ring setting, just in case they do end up having to call late at night. And then hopefully it wakes me up, because otherwise, and I always feel bad if like, if I've ever gotten like a message with someone having a hard time, and now I'm just like knocked out. Like I'm sorry, I wish I would have woken up, but I didn't. But yeah, that's another thing. I mean, yeah, when you get those messages at like two, two in the morning, like not everybody's gonna be awake at that time to respond or have things set where they will be woken up to respond right away. Mm-hmm. And I guess, uh, uh, it's also, I would imagine it would also be important to be well rested as a therapist as well for people. Cause I imagine if you're just tired and worn out, you're not going to be as good as a therapist as if you were when you were well-rested. can only imagine that being a thing. But that's, an, I mean, I can't imagine 
how much that puts on them though too if they have so many clients it's like ugh, you can only get to so many of them in a certain amount of time where they do have to obviously take care of themselves too although otherwise yeah. they're going to be the ones that are going to be in the need of help too exactly <laughs> and then it's just gonna bleh. yeah yeah there's all those things going on and then one there are things that kind of caught my attention while reading all this yeah so last fall cnbc reported that Talkspace, so one of the two, one of the apps that's out there, had sent a memo offering to indemnify. What does indemnify? Oh, God. And, 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 and indemnify? Uh huh. And, uh, yeah, I have no idea. I've never heard that before. Uh, essentially, they, they won't hold them guilty, they'll, they'll protect them, sort of deal. Okay. They'll indemnify therapists willing to practice in states where they lack a license as the company worked to meet soaring demand. Huh. Wow. So essentially they're saying if they don't like the healthcare rules, we'll just violate them and see what the consequences are. Wow. Pretty intense. That is. So, I mean, there, there are licensing rules in various states, and I know some of these rules were uh, laxed, you know, due to the pandemic and that, you know, and everything. Which is fine. I have no qualms about that. But if a therapist is like, yeah, I'll practice in a state where I don't have a license for, that makes me wonder a few things right there. And then the company's like, oh, we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll make sure you're covered in case that happens, this happens and someone raises a stink about it. That makes me raise a lot of questions about that app and that company right there. Right. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I want to trust them so much. No. Yeah, probably not. Not being that, yeah, relaxed about stuff. Yeah. Because one of the things, and I'd say this as someone who used to work in a, a medical company, you know, medical health. Uh-huh. Rules are very strict and very peculiar for the healthcare industry. They have to be followed. Yeah. They can't be just willy-nilly tossed aside or whatever. And so it, it's, I find it amazing that the company was willing to say, yeah, we'll do whatever and we'll protect you if you get caught. So, oh. Which, again, just doesn't sit right Sit right with me. Other reports have also questioned on what these companies are doing with that data that they're collecting about their patients. There's been some questionable, apparently, like usages of the data that has uh, been of use. So, like, you know, not... not not the data of the conversation per se. Okay, so let me clear that up. It's not like, oh, they're taking your private therapy oh, session and, and, right. and selling that data. It's more like Aaron Johnson, male, 25, Racine, Wisconsin, white, blue eyes, blonde hair, yeah. therapy. Uh, and then they'll put like, you know, anxiety. And then they'll be like, what does Aaron like? And then tie that with your Facebook data and tie that with all that other stuff. And then be like, okay, all right, everyone who needs to sell ads, this is your target person to this sell ads. This is the guy you want to go after. No. He needs help. <laughs> that's some of the things that they're alleging. Whether that's true or not, don't know. Um, but, the, but there's questions on what that data is being used for. What, what, why is it being collected like it is? And why is it being used that way? Why are these companies... Because I don't know if you've noticed. Well, you probably not have not noticed. But like BetterHelp and that, they're out there sponsoring everywhere. Like they're always like, oh, let's sponsor on 
uh, this on, on this podcast, this podcast, this podcast, this, 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 this. They're trying to make mental health cool into 2021. But yeah. don't get me wrong. Part of me is glad for that. that the, the, right. There's this big destigmatization of mental health and getting yes. the treatment you need. You get notice about it. At the same time, I would like it to come from a good source. I, I can personally tell you that as someone who has gone through and received treatment at uh, a mental health facility in that, that this chatting method would not work for me. No. I said it for me. You know, some people might, you know, if you're a tween, type, 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 that might be okay for you. But for the most part, for normal people, that's not going to be a thing that works because you're missing out on that in-person conversation. You're missing out on that, the therapist or whatever who can challenge you about you either omitting stuff or pausing or any other of these other things. You're not. You're not there in person to receive that feedback and give that back to the other person. That nonverbal communication, as you so eloquently uh, said. So you hit. That's why I was like, I don't think this texting thing is that great. And honestly, I think it's a fad that I kind of hope goes away after this pandemic goes away. Again, oh, I, get, I, I get why it was happening the way it did at the time you know, when everything was literally shut down. And Yeah, I guess I just, I would hope, I don't know, I guess for me, it's, I mean, yeah, it's easier obviously to text stuff out than necessarily do the whole, well, one, like face-to-face communication thing. I mean, call would be better than just texting, in my opinion, at right. least. And those are um, those yeah. are obviously at the higher end. Yeah. Well, as for, yeah, for those services and stuff like that. Yeah. I. Mm. <laughs> I guess. I guess when you get into and if you're in like that kind of a, I guess, mindset or whatever, I feel like texting seems to be just the main route to go. Mainly because, well, yeah, one, it's the easiest. Mm-hmm. And it's, so, I mean, it's the easiest to do, but then it's also the easiest to flee from. And that's where I wonder, like, I don't know, I've had just, I feel like if if you're receiving a text message where someone's, like, having a serious, a serious like, ah, I don't know, moment, I guess, or a very, something you have to be cautious of. I feel like instead of just responding via text, you should probably just give them a phone call. Yeah. Because you don't want that person to just walk away from it and, I don't know, I guess be half-hearted about it in a sense. (laughs) It reminds me of what you called me when I was in my car. I just, I I don't remember what the text was or whatever, but you were asking how I was doing, and it wasn't a good how I was doing. And then next thing is like, oh, he's calling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I, I feel like, yeah, if, depending on the how, again, you know, how serious the level of concern there is for someone or how bad they might be for in the moment, probably better just to call them. Now that's grand. That's like friend for a friend, but obviously these text line thingies. Yeah. Aren't 
aren't that, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and both of them, if you read kind of like their comparison charts against each other, yeah. they both say your therapist will respond once a day. Man, yeah, you got to find a friend or something. Well, you probably, if you need a therapist, it might be if it allows in your area. Like around here where we're at, yeah. there's a lot of medical facilities. There's a lot of mental health. Now, yeah. if you're out in, like, in the country, you're out in Bumpkinville, USA, Bumpkin, yeah. you might not it's have kind of a therapist for like three, four, five counties away. And maybe online is the best you can do. Right. But at the same time, if you want that one-on-one personal like call or phone or whatever, right. you're going to be paying. Yeah. You're going to be well, paying. I guess as, as depending on how serious the situation is, I mean... I don't know, wouldn't it just be better to call an emergency number? Well, if you're suicidal. that Yeah, that's if it's that bad. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's that bad, yeah, you then just yes. just call emergency, and then they'll get you help. Yep. Uh, but then, yeah, I, that's where, yeah, it is also very great and important to have friends. Because, I mean, yeah, you can't, well, gosh, you can't count on anyone, I guess, really, to be able to get back to you right away, but... I guess instead of if you can't get a hold of a therapist, hopefully you have a friend that you can send a message to. I would hope. Yeah, you would hope, but also you know that that's gonna. But that involves opening up some personal stuff. You haven't already done that with a friend. Yep. Yeah, which is not a bad idea. <laughs> it cannot. Thankfully for me, it's been a, a rather positive experience <laughs> with just about anybody. Yeah. But yeah, so and before you jump into these online mess- uh, messaging-based therapy sessions, yeah, take a look. Yeah, do some research. Because some of these can get expensive. Like if you go the the plan from uh, BetterHelp. Mm-hmm. It comes out to $80. You know, if you're going, you can go week by week with them. That's $80 a week. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, that, that's if that's you're going a... the week by week, you know, method. Yeah. If you decide to pay like a whole year in advance. Yeah. That's $1,820. That comes out to about 35 per week at that point. Some good savings, but still. Well, that's, that's a lot. To... That's over half off. Yeah, but that's a lot to pump out. Yep. So they have, you know, there are things like if you build monthly, if you build quarterly or build annually, you know, different prices than that. Um, was surprisingly, like, it's actually harder to find the talk space data all the way. That's why it's like, it's like I have to do this. <laughs> um, you know, I have to rely on other articles like New York Magazine and, and all that to, to, to try to get uh, all that stuff. And, and I'm not degrading them like, oh, this should never exist. But I think before people jump into it, they need to have an understanding of what exactly are they getting. They're only getting that once a day response at most, unless they have a scheduled phone call. And depending on the platform you're on, that may or may not be included in your base price, which means then you have to pay for the premium service, which is going to jack up the price incredibly. Man, that sucks because it's like, You'd want, uh, obviously you want everybody to have care, but then it's also, it's, 
It's only so much to go around to to a point. Yeah. And uh, and they do say, uh, what is it that you technically because all of them respond like advertise themselves as like twenty four seven therapy. Yeah. Technically, that is correct because all of them technically allow you to send a message to your therapist twenty four seven. Access them, but it's getting that response back. Exactly. So again, it comes to that icky advertiser ness of oh we're going public yay we need to make more money have more sales do all this stuff that's where (laughs) i wish companies and stuff were just much more i guess transparent you could say on things like that don't make it seem so nice but then underperform yeah from what you're perceiving to people that's I don't like that. Not one bit. Yeah, I know. And the thing is, like, right now with the pandemic, a lot of people seeking mental health assistance, they're going to be like, oh, I can do it on an app in the privacy of my own phone, in the privacy of my own home. Guess what? They're going to try it. Mm -hmm. And then when they don't get the results, they're going to be like, why am I not getting this? What's going on? Then that can lead down to other scary thoughts, potentially. I don't know about other scary thoughts, but it'll definitely lead to frustration and yeah. But yeah, so before you go, oh, I'm going to go to BetterHelp. I'm going to go to Talkspace or any other of their competitors. Look at what the services they offer. When they say it's twenty four seven, is it really twenty four seven, or is it they will get back to you once a day? Right. And obviously, if you're in a space where you need something that's more critical care well, aka you're honestly thinking about hurting yourself right that is we're going to need to talk to someone in person uh call a suicide prevention helpline uh seek out medical assistance seek out you know from a physical doctor in the er wherever get yourself the help that you need because these online sessions may help if you're just like oh i'm feeling anxious mm. but it's not going to help necessarily and and you might not get that immediate assistance especially as as the various article said oh some of these appointments don't come for three four weeks afterwards three four weeks afterwards of where you're feeling suicidal is hard right you're already on edge and now you're telling them to the person to wait just wait hold on that many more weeks on edge (sighs) no that's dangerous but if it is something that's for you then just know these things going into it Mm. Know that you're not going to get immediate responses and know that. And be fine with that. And as long as you are, hey, better mental health for you, for everyone else that you know. Take care.